Hello, sixth grade students, and welcome back to Math 6 Digital Learning Podcast. It's been a while since I've been on the air. This quarter is moving so fast. Today, you have an integer assessment over all the standards covered in Unit 7 so far. I was asked by students at HTMS questions about integers, and I thought I would answer them here on the podcast. So let's start with at Frank123. He asks, is negative 2 or negative 5 greater? Great question. Negative 2 is closer to 0 on the number line, so it is greater than negative 5. You think it, could, it is the negative 5 that's bigger because 5 is higher, but it has that negative sign, which is going to make it smaller. So the closer to 0, the greater the negative number is going to be. All right, next question comes from Piper123, and she asks, what is absolute value? Another great question. Absolute value is the distance away from 0. Distance is always positive. When you're being asked to find absolute value, you will see a number with two lines surrounding it. That will tell you that you need to find the absolute value. So the absolute value of five is five. Absolute value of negative five is also five. So distance away from zero. All right, next question. Let's see. We got one from at Libby Loves Math. How many quadrants are on the coordinate plane? There are four quadrants, Libby, on the coordinate plane. To get more specific, quadrant one has the xy coordinates, and they are both going to be positive. Quadrant two has a negative x and a positive y coordinate. Quadrant three has x and y coordinates that are both negative numbers. And then quadrant four has x and then a negative y coordinate. Remember, make the letter C on the coordinate plane to make sure you know the order that the quadrants go in. All right, let's see another question from at Patrick Giants fan. How do you plot on the coordinate plane? Well, first off, go Giants. That's a great football team. Good name right there for you, Patrick. Um, but anyway, back to the question. You will have an ordered pair X, Y. You will always start at the origin 0, 0 and move the X value left if it's negative and right if it's positive. So you always go across the x-axis first. Then you're either gonna move up if the y-coordinate is positive and down if the y-coordinate is negative. So you're always crawling before you are walking. You're always walking to the elevator before you go up or down. So remember that when you're plotting a point on the coordinate plane, okay? Up. Next question comes from at Rocks. How do you find the distance between two points? That's a great question. You will need to count the units apart from the two points. Distance will never be negative, so it would not matter if you either count right to left or if you count up to down or down to up. You just count the points and then add units to it. All right, got about two more questions. Let's see. Um, at Math 6 is the best digital learning class. Oh, that is awesome. Love that one. How do you find the reflection across the x-axis and the y-axis? This can be tricky. This is definitely a very tricky question. Um, when the reflections forms were coming in, I definitely noticed that this was a little trouble um, area. So x-axis reflection, if that's what it's asking, you're going to keep the x-coordinate the same, but you're going to change the y-coordinate. So if the y was a 4, it would be negative 4. If the y was a 5, it would be negative 5. This is the x-axis reflection. Keep the x, change the y. 
for a y-axis reflection, we're going to change the x and keep the y. So whatever reflection I'm asking you to do, you keep that coordinate. So if it's x-axis reflection, keep the x. If it's a y-axis reflection, keep the y. And then you would change the other coordinate. Hope that makes sense. Okay, last question comes from at summer break countdown. How do you find the area of a polygon, polygon on the coordinate plane? Okay, you are going to name the shape. So you got to look at the shape. Are you doing a parallelogram? Are you finding the area of a uh, rectangle? What are you finding the area of? So name the shape. Then you're going to use the area formula for the shape. Then you're going to find the parts of the formula you need to find. So do you need a base? Do you need the height? Do you need the length? Do you need the width? Then you're going to use distance to find the units. For your height, you'll do from point to point. You'll measure your height using units and um, going up one, two, three, four, five, depending on how high it goes up. After you have all your missing pieces for the formula, you're just going to solve it. You'll write your A's, you'll write your formula, and you'll fill it in. Make sure that you have um, all units are included. But that is it. Great questions. And today, or depending on when you watch this video, you will need to go and do your integer assessment to see where you are with the unit seven integers. All right. Bye for now.